everyone. Today is Friday, April 24th, 2020, and we in West Windsor, New Jersey, home to the scare of the Martians landing in the performance of the War of the Worlds, are still in a stay-at-home mode with our 21st century scare. In this rather gloomy weather, all that anyone wants to do is be warm and by their families, making it a good day to have a fireside chat with Siddharth to discuss one way to deal with this scare that is plaguing our world. There continue to be positive cases of COVID-19 in our community, and as scientists search for vaccines and tests to know who has the virus and who may be immune, the CDC has stated that we should all wear face masks when in public. Because of the way the pandemic came about and because of supply chain issues, there were, and likely even now, are not enough masks for all. To meet this community need, a group of concerned residents decided to step up and create masks. Through their tireless work of volunteers of the Mercer Mask Project, over 400 masks have been sewn. I'm honored and privileged to introduce to you today Ms. Leanne Glossman and Johan Glossman, the founders of this noble cause. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Glossman, for coming on to today's show. Thank you so much for having us. We're glad to be here. So I just want to start off today's um, interview with one question that's very broad, and that's how did you even start this project? What was this kind of catalytical moment? Sure. Um, so, you know, as this uh, COVID-19 pandemic was like gearing up in the U.S., um, the CDC issued a change to its guidelines stating nurses could wear bandanas and scarves. And um, when I heard that, I couldn't believe my ear. Um, you know, because this is the CDC. Um, but at the same time, I knew my hospital was struggling to get PPE from, for its employees. Um, mm-hmm. I felt this overwhelming need to want to do something to help my hospital and, and the community. So I ended up reaching out to a friend of mine. Her name is Brittany Cole. Mm-hmm. She is um, one of our master sewers. And I asked her to basically to make me a mask. Mm-hmm. So over a course of a week, we fine-tuned a mask that could, you know, offer me better protection than, say, a bandana. Um, and at the same time, my husband, Johan Glosman, and Brittany's husband, Brian Cole, connected with Cindy Rosen. Mm-hmm. He started the Facebook group called the Mercer Mask Project. Um, and Cindy had a ton of fabric from Project Linus and was looking for people to make masks. So we all came together to make masks. Wow. And we've um, an updated total. We've uh, produced... Uh, just under 8,000 masks wow. so far. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, um, so uh, Ms. Glossman, you have a background in, I think, nursing. Is that correct? Yes, I've been a nurse for 15 years and nurse practitioner for five. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mr. Glossman, how have you been, you know, helping around in this project? So um, initially, uh, when Leanne was talking about the need to, to produce masks, Mm-hmm. Uh, and started working with Brittany on producing those masks. I started looking around for uh, groups in the area, and there are various groups in the area that uh, that work on making masks. And mm-hmm. I saw the Mercer Mask Project that was basically just started. Uh, mm-hmm. That Cindy Rosen had this fabric, and she wanted to donate it uh, for for making masks. And she started a Facebook group. And so um, I connected with her, and I knew that Leanne was talking to Brittany. Mm-hmm. And so kind of all five of us uh, connected. Um, and so the role that I've been playing has been a little bit connecting people. Uh, I have a, a background in uh, technology, and so I've been helping with some of the some of the technology aspects of keeping uh, track of everything, and uh, also helping to 
package up masks and uh, deliver them. Nice. Yeah, it must be getting crazy with logistics, especially when you're producing so many masks. Um, what type of masks are you making? Um, so what are they made of? Do you use cotton? Are you using HEPA filters by any chance on them? Yeah, so we are currently making two different types of masks. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first one is more of a simple surgical mask, uh, that is a looser fitting mask and can be used over, say, an N95 mask to extend its life. The other mask is a more fitted mask. Mm -hmm. If it's more snugly around the chin and the bridge of the nose, we put um, pipe cleaners um, over the bridge of the nose in order to make it more moldable to, um, to mold it around your, your nose and get a better fit. Um, so both of those masks are made with double-sided, tightly woven cotton. Uh, mm -hmm. The fitted masks have a filter pocket where you can insert carbon filters, coffee filters, or say paper towels. Oh, wow. Okay. So you can, you know, just customize it to however you, you feel will best suit you. Yes, exactly. That's great. Um, so are you, I know the CDC released that bandana um, essential mandate, but are you making any masks that do not require one to be able to sew? So uh, the masks that are being made are made by sewers. Oh, okay. uh, so there are people who have the ability, who have the ability to sew and have varying difficulties, varying degree of skill mm -hmm. around uh, what they can do. And so we've established uh, a process uh, by which we have uh, fabric going to one place where the fabric is cut. Mm -hmm. That cut fabric is going to uh, the Coles' house, and the Coles are producing kits mm -hmm. uh, uh, that help the sewers uh, produce the masks more quickly and help sewers who may be not uh, very expert uh, to be able to produce them. But uh, they are, you know, they do require some selling ability. Okay. So it's like this whole, you know, product chain where, you know, one thing happens and the next thing happens. So it just goes down the line, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, That's it's right. kind of like an assembly line. Yeah. Yeah. After, after, after then the kits are made, the people sell them, mm -hmm. those masks are delivered. And then we have a process by which the delivered masks are sanitized mm -hmm. uh, just through uh, laundry. And uh, then finally the sanitized uh, masks are delivered. To our house, and we put them in we put them in uh, plastic storage bags on bins on our front porch, and then uh, people will come and uh, and pick them up. Mm -hmm. And occasionally, sometimes people who need them delivered, we have a uh, we have a group of volunteers who will also deliver masks, uh, or sometimes or are helping with kind of that whole production chain, uh, moving masks in different stages of production from one place to another. Nice. Um, so can you tell me how good these masks are preventing, you know, the spread of the COVID-19 virus? Um, so, uh, you know, in terms of, um, unfortunately, so the only masks that really offer protection for COVID-19 are N95 masks and P100s. Mm -hmm. uh, the cotton masks we're making prevent the wearer from sharing germs through coughing or sneezing. Mm -hmm. But since COVID-19 is transmitted through community spread, our masks help to prevent both. Awesome. Yeah. And who is using these masks? Like, what is the major demographic that, you know, are deliver that you're delivering these masks to? And have you gotten any feedback from the users by any chance? Uh, yeah, we get, we get, uh, we've had like a tremendous response um, from the community um, and uh, it's all very positive. Um, so mm -hmm. initially we really started this to uh, give to healthcare workers and first responders like uh, fire and police departments mm -hmm. um, and EMTs. 
um, grocery store workers. We've, we've distributed to pharmacies, home health care, PTs, group homes, nursing homes. Um, basically, anyone who needs to be out in the community. And um, recently, we are doing a project with the USNS Mercy. Wow. Which is that big ship out in um, California. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's that, that that's wonderful. So you've been able to get, you know, responses from people and you've uh, essentially given it to so many of them. So I think I'm just asking even on a personal level since I'm a high school student and there's so many of us, you know, across West Windsor, is there anything that we could do from home to help you with the project? Um, so I would say, um, you know, if you are a sewer, mm-hmm. um, definitely uh, send us an email at mercermassproject at gmail.com and get involved that way. Um, if you cannot sew, you still want to help out, um, I think uh, people should um, uh, Google fivecalls.org mm-hmm. and uh, call your local representatives and tell them to use the Defense Protection Act to mass produce medical supplies. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot, a lot that people can do to, um, to help out in this project. Yeah. So, you know, if you are a sewer, you can go out and contact the Mercer Mask Project at their email. And if you don't sew, you can also, you know, just talk to your local representatives and kind of be that pioneer of change in your local areas as well. So no matter what, there's something that you definitely, definitely can do in order to help people, who are affected by the virus and who want to essentially prevent being affected by this virus in your local communities. A website for this initiative is mercermaskproject.com and the email is mercermaskproject at gmail.com. I'll repeat that once again. The email is mercermaskproject at gmail.com. So essentially that answers most of my questions for you today. You know, it's really great to see that people inside of our own community, especially with your background in nursing, um, Leanne, and your technology background, Johan, that you're able to work together to create this, you know, positive change in the community around us, and that you also are open to potentially having high school students who are interested in sewing and have that skill come and help you guys out. Because for us, we're essentially sitting at home doing work for four hours a day, and then after that, we have little to nothing to do. So, you know, just finding another outlet that we could potentially get involved in and that you're allowing that is so great. So thank you so much for all that you're doing for this community. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I just want to make another side note that we are also expanding into making isolation gowns because there's a big need for that right now in the Mm -hmm. community. And we are interested in making surgical caps because that's also really well needed as well. And um, and if anybody, if a high school student is interested in interning, we are accepting interns too at this point. Wow. So um, this as is well. like a full-blown business at this point you're doing, branching <laughs> out. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so anyone interested in getting that interning experience or, you know, helping out with gowns or anything like that, you know how to contact um, Leanne and Johan. So Thank you so much for listening to us today. And thank you so much for your time, Leanne and Johan. It's Siddharth here signing off from this week's Fireside Chats. Please stay at home, stay safe, and maybe even sew a mask by your fireplace. Thank you so much.